Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey, B&B fam. This podcast is sponsored to you by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there something getting in the way of your happiness? I know when I traveled the world, I had many days where BetterHelp's worldwide service of licensed professional therapists could have helped me speak to someone no matter where I was in the world about whatever was happening with my life and with zero judgment. With their ability to match me with a therapist that best fits me, I know my mental health would have been way better back then. Believe me, I needed it. But I'm here to share a way for you to take back control of your mental health by telling you about BetterHelp's awesome services they have for you to talk with a pro about your life through their app or just online. Whether it is a video session or some simple messaging, their team is here to help. I went to check out the app for myself just to see how easy it was to use, and after a series of questions, I was told I would be able to start matching with a therapist in under 48 hours. And what is super rad is that it's affordable and they even offer financial aid too. So come join the 2 million users that have already been helped and gain back control of your mental health by visiting betterhelp.com backyards for 10% off your first month. Remember, BetterHelp is therapy done securely online. Don't forget to use the special code backyards and let BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, help you to start living a happier life today. Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. We're going to start (laughs) this episode off just a little differently. We'd love to say a quick little prayer um, just to try and ask God to bring some peace to everybody affected by the Covenant School shooting here in our hometown of Nashville Mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, Please watch over everyone who was affected by the horrible Covenant school shooting last week. Please cover everybody affected with your grace and your love. And please help to remind everyone all around the world that if we would just respect and love each other a little bit more, then hopefully we wouldn't have to go through these horrible things. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So I am super grateful, by the way, to have you back home with us and to have our family together. Mm -hmm. It was especially difficult just after everything that was going on with that last last week to have you away from us. Um, You were Mm -hmm. on a USO tour. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, it was, I mean, violence in general is always hard to, Mm -hmm. it's hard to swallow. It's hard to swallow when it's right down the street from you. And then it's hard to swallow when it's innocent children. You know, I, I don't think anybody... Anybody that argues against that is just crazy. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. There's really no, yeah. there's nothing. I, I got nothing for it, uh, for, for people who do violence to children. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it was, it was hard. Uh, I was halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't left the house. Well, I hadn't been that far away from you in three years. Right. And then haven't left the kids other than the one time who went to El Paso really quickly mm-hmm. for like three days. Yeah. So it was interesting, um, and it was for a good cause, though. It was. So, I love that you got to go do an actual <laughs> USO tour, and for people who don't know what a USO tour is, can you explain it? Well, the United States military has had the USO, and I'd be lying if I told you all the right things, but it's <laughs> um, been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Bob Hope used to go over way back in the day, I think okay. even before it was the USO. Okay. And it was a way to bring... 
um, joy to people in a war zone in mm-hmm. a way. And so, so when the U.S. would be in... Like to uplift the morale of yeah, our troops basic, that are deployed. And there's two, I think, factions to the U.S. So in, or two morale. I think there's a morale team. It's like M... I forget the, the acronyms, but there is mm-hmm. a morale and wellness okay. for the troops. And then there's the USO. Okay. And the USO is a nonprofit organization that mm-hmm. runs outside of the military. Got and then it. I think inside the military, there's morale and wellness. Gotcha. Okay. And and I could be wrong. They both could be complete outside entities. But mm-hmm. um, the the company that I went with was the USO. And they, they are the um, United um, Service organization mm-hmm. and um i think that there was multiple organizations at mm-hmm. one time and now it's just one okay that helps out <clears throat> got it and i think i kind of like brought it up a, key, a few days ago or a few last time that one of my friends that i toured with forever he couldn't make it and mm-hmm. since i don't want to do audio anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> ever ever again ever ever ever, 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 ever. it's a uh, literally i'm taking um knowledge like whatever i have in my brain of old things Mm -hmm. as new things come in i'm just like kicking old stuff out so audio is like not being pushed to the side it's not necessary (laughs) in my life anymore so um and i it was funny the audio guy that i was with i told him that and he laughed he goes oh like um yeah like they're like your little penguins on your island and you're just kicking your penguins (laughs) off he was was polish (laughs) and i said yeah like uh, i'm getting rid of these little penguins one at a time like hey (laughs) giving them the boot (laughs) i bring this new penguin this new penguin comes on and the old penguin goes off um and it 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 was it's funny to think about that way because it is true like i don't want to do audio ever again Mm -hmm. i don't i don't have the desire i think that uh there's so many cool things in audio and the people that are running that stuff now let them let They've them got it covered. yeah, yeah. They, uh, i don't want to ever go to a show and think about the speakers ever again mm-hmm. i don't care what is up in the air mm-hmm. i don't care what microphones are being used i don't like so that's done in my eyes and um <laughs> our crazy cat um crazy cat. excuse that um <laughs> so when i got called for this it was strictly to be the production manager mm-hmm. and not like a production manager of like some giant uh, you know, world tour. This is a very small thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was to Poland. I've been there before, but I, the cities that were on this list, I think I'd been through one other. Okay. It looked real familiar as I drove by the arena. Um, But then again, I, I, who knows? Who knows? It so, might just look similar to yeah, where you've yeah, been. Yeah. A lot of Eastern Europe looks similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was in one city and I was like, man, this looks just like Vienna. Oh, really? Yeah, just the architecture is very... It's like they had one guy in Europe at the time and he was like, yeah. Everything will look like this. <laughs> look, I have this great building design. We'll put a little, uh, these two little bird eagle things on the top and mm-hmm. this tapestry type uh, thing. And then... Uh, and then we'll put these pillars built in on the sides. Perfect. And, little oh, look, spires. Look, these ledges are really nice for windows. <laughs> because a lot of the build. Oh, yeah, and then uh, the paint schemes are all the same, too. Okay. It's like a like uh, worn, torn, war-torn yellow and, oh, gosh. and faded <laughs> turquoise. <laughs> and then uh, the, the other favorite, brick and gray. Yep. So if you drive through like uh, Franklin, you'll see all of this is on million dollar homes because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the look now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there it's just the yeah. way that it is. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Uh, so so being there in Poland, I, I was like, OK, this will be cool. And I knew that it wouldn't be we weren't in 
major cities every day. We were actually at bases. Mm -hmm. So we flew over. And the USO was really great. They flew us over business. It was, you know, we were really taken care of because it was a group of eight of us. Mm. So it was, um, it was an artist, a musical mm -hmm. performer. And who was that? And uh, his name was J.P. Sachs. Okay. I have heard his songs before, but I never had no really mm -hmm. known who, who he was. Mm -hmm. He was on one of your like, um, one of my playlists. Yeah, he has that song. Um, if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Right, that song. Right. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That he song came out during the pandemic and was a big hit well, that, <laughs> because everybody that, was like trapped. And that's what. He, and that's that what time. he said that uh, he had mentioned at one point that you know this song was actually out before, but it had Blew a resurgence and mm. during the pandemic. So and it did. It's a great song. Mm -hmm. um, never heard of him before, but he's a singer songwriter. He actually wrote uh, Sam Hunt's uh, hit with Ingrid. Ingrid Andres. Ingr oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very cool. That, it's a great song. And it, he describes it kind of in a fun way because he's like, um, I, I wrote it as a as a joke to country songs because it's <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, an easy song to write, I guess. Uh -huh. and, and someone was like one day like, oh, um, they want to turn this into a hit. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess him and an R&B guy, because he's not R&B, so they were having fun together and they ended okay. up writing it too. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he was out there in his team. He had a photographer. Um, he had his musical uh, director guy that also acted as his guitar tech. Okay. And then he brought his manager because they were about ready to release something at the moment. So Gotcha. So his team came so they could all work and be together. And then um, um, have you ever heard of the show supernatural i have or gilmore girls mm -hmm. or walker texas ranger yes <laughs> <laughs> not the old one the new one oh, okay the new yeah. one mm. um so and a character from there uh his name is jared padalecki mm -hmm. uh he was the main role in supernatural okay and then I, he had a role for like six years and in um, Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls and cool. then he's the lead in the new Walker Ranger. Oh, cool. And he was out there, him and his security guard. And mm -hmm. like his, like, uh, I guess his, you know, his friend security guard came along to, mm -hmm. you know, just help. And at first I was like security for, you know, like I wasn't sure how this was going to go, but uh -huh. I didn't realize how big Supernatural was. Gotcha. Um, And then there was a tour manager and myself as mm -hmm. the production manager. And then we had a bus and a bus driver. Okay. So it was real interesting because like, we all met in Jersey mm -hmm. right before we all hopped on, uh, you know, a six or seven hour flight over to Poland was, or to Berlin. Like Ten hours. No, actually, it was way quicker. Mm -hmm. We went to Berlin, then we all, you know, bust over to yeah, Poland from there. Get up in the morning. We get off the bus. We're all like, all right, or get off the plane. We're like, okay, well, it's, now it's time to get on a bus for four hours and drive to <laughs> Poland together and we've never met any of each other and we're so about was, to get real friendly yeah so it was, it was it was really cool in that way that we all instantaneously were uh in the little bubble mm -hmm. and um so we, we yeah we drove to this little town and we knew that it was going to be interesting right from the start because the first night we stayed at this like palace mm. <laughs> um, that had been converted into a hotel uh, yeah okay. and and when I say palace I mean it was the town's palace like gotcha. it wasn't like uh, Buckingham Palace right 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 <laughs> but it was a small palace it was beautiful in a way it was like this uh, really quaint little town um, and I'm not gonna say any of the names because I don't know how to pronounce 90% of them. True. But uh, this one was the first stop, and then there was a small army base. 
Uh, we were on a lot of the Polish ar- Polish bases, mm-hmm. and the army was army, air force, or um, space force. We we're all sharing. Gotcha. Parts to this. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, the then we were gonna have a performance that day that we landed, but everybody decided that that was, and it was it was decided way before. But we all collectively were like, that's not a great idea. Yeah. Even though jet these, lag, you well, don't know if you're actually gonna arrive yeah, on time. <laughs> exactly. There was just so many what ifs, and so we mm-hmm. went to the hotel, dropped our bags, and then we had a dinner with the troops that night, like right away. So we all had a, a small meet and greet troops and um so we drove to this uh little base and it was wild because we were lost instantly (laughs) in the forest (laughs) like it and what's interesting is because most of europe doesn't i would say it looks like um a good representation of like the rolling hills of kentucky versus you know like the midwest with lots of farms and wide open spaces some tree covering this was definitely north carolina okay really tall trees really dense forests like i was like okay this is a little different than most of the drives i've taken in europe Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we we ended up at this well we ended up lost at this one gate and they were like oh no you can't go through here we're like oh well we uh, but um see we have a meet and they're like oh well i mean yeah you can drive through here but there's a live firing uh so you shouldn't experience going on right now so (laughs) and nothing is close either so they're like um but you can go to the other gate and so just like a hundred miles in the opposite but, direction but check this out we're sitting at this gate waiting right and there's uh, like armed guards and the one thing you have to remember during times of non-war versus war time mm-hmm. yeah i guess peacetime versus wartime mm-hmm. um troops don't carry guns on them oh okay so like you don't none of the troops had guns on them while they walked the base except the military police gotcha but like if there was conflict or they were at war then everybody would have Mm, their guns on them and stuff so um just a little cool tidbit of info interesting i think everybody might know that yeah may or not but i never really thought about it i just kind of assumed they always had them well they have them with them but they're not like they don't have to carry them gotcha and there's probably rules to that engage like you're you're not being engaged so right who knows um but we're sitting there and we're you know like we can see the mps and it's you know there's uh it's like driving down the road in downtown nashville there's potholes everywhere okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like um you know it's wet it, it just rained i think that day it was real it was gloomy imagine europe in right in the winter it was gotcha. gloomy and so we're on this dirt road though and there's 25 cabs just all hanging out around the base well because it was friday night okay and so they were there to take all the troops into town because they were allowed to leave um and i guess that's based around also when your leader or your squadron leader gives you like okay you guys are always free from this time to this like weekend leave or whatever yeah and if it's like a hundred dollars each way so these guys i mean they know they know these guys have money and so they're brutal and it's a four to one or four and a half to one ratio for american dollar to polish um so is it actually a hundred american dollars or a hundred i think it was a hundred dollars american dollars what i don't know i didn't ask but (laughs) and it was a small deployment i think i think there was like one bar a strip club (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) and like a a restaurant bar (laughs) wow that's what they were kind of uh, uh, that's the the gist i got from listening to other people talk okay um so yeah they're like okay well you have to go around to the other side of the base 
So we, we get on this two lane, very narrow road mm-hmm. and we start making our way to the other. And it, remember, we just got off a flight. We just drove from Berlin. Mm-hmm. We just dropped our bags for, I think um, they, we had like two and a half hours free time. Okay. Um, so we're all, we've all been up now mm-hmm. we're in this bus again mm-hmm. and we, and it took us about an hour to get to the base mm-hmm. and now we're, so now we're just driving again and we're <laughs> driving again and oh, goodness. there's more driving mm-hmm. and, uh, our German bus driver, he was a great driver, but he, he, he liked to, it's a narrow road. <laughs> yeah. I, you're looking out the window, the thing's moving. <laughs> Cars are passing us. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then, so then all of a sudden we end up on the other side. And it was crazy because you look over the side and there's like tank tracks and you can see that they're definitely practicing, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we end up at the other, this other gate and they're like, oh yeah, no, you can't come through this gate either. <laughs> <laughs> well, what gate do we go through? <laughs> well, at this point I'm like, how big is this freaking thing? <laughs> so finally we call, um, uh, our liaison and uh, him and his partner, they come out and meet us mm. uh, and they take us on to base and we're extraordinarily late, like in great oh fashion. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> whatever. Like there was no set time, but it was, it was just like late in the night already. And then yeah. we started to drive back. So gotcha. the first day was very long, long day. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, instantly the troops were excited. There was a line of like 200 people. So like, cool. Boom, just right there. They wanted to meet. You know, we got to eat. In, we ate inside the cafeteria. I think they called the DFAC. Okay. Um, don't ask me that acronym. I Everything's in acronyms, too. I'm sure. Everything. <laughs> Everything has a, yeah. a freaking name. A this Military or that. definitely has a lot of acronyms. And acronyms for everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that night it was um, the Army, which was cool. And so we sat and we had dinner and uh, then we signed, they signed a bunch of autographs. We took some photos with people. And then we were coming back that next morning, um, not f- not too early, but we were coming back to set up for our first show. And I was mm-hmm. meeting my audio guys for the first time, and uh, it was I knew that they were both Polish, and they were gonna drive around in their own little van, sprinter mm. type thing with the gear in the back. And so yeah, we and everything for the most part in from the notes that I'd gotten from my guy, uh, it was all gonna be in like tents for the for for it for the oh, whole yeah. yeah it was like mm-hmm. tents and couple cafeterias here and there and mm-hmm. then one was like an outdoor show and the first one was yeah just a tent just like this i mean like a big tent not like a camping tent giant tents yeah these are like <laughs> the military sets up these giant yeah, tents. gigantic tents. and they're sturdy like yeah. and, and well they're sturdy to the to the extent that they're temporary structures yeah, but they are structures yeah and yeah. It, when the wind blew though it moved it i mean mm-hmm. but it wasn't gonna take off off the ground so then that night we got to meet some space force guys so, so, yeah, so we set up the show um, and instantly I'm like, wow, we have too much gear. So, you know, I'm like, all right, guys, how can we bring this in and out of places quickly? Because mm-hmm. that's what it was, too, is going to be a lot of time crunches. Yeah. Like, hey, you have, you know, blah, 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 this much time to get in because a lot of these were shared spaces. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, the troops are in here doing their thing. So you can't you can't come in till blah, blah, blah time. So whatever. We figured it all out. We got it good. And then it just started moving. Then it was a tour. And That's here awesome. we, yeah, with like the, after the first show, they stuck around, signed some more autographs and went back to our little palace hotel thing. And um, the next morning we woke up and we just started moving. And every day we had a show and then we had um, a meet and greet involved. And it was cool because then um, we would usually get our, once we got through those first two shows, the way the schedule worked is we would wake up the next morning 
go to the base directly mm-hmm. um, and then be able to either do an early show and then mm-hmm. walk around the town or vice versa, go and check in, mm-hmm. walk around the town and then, and then go, go to the, the base, mm-hmm. do a show and then go back to a hotel. So we never had to sleep on the bus. So it was a, you know, that was nice. Yeah. But actually got some real sleep because you're not in a moving vehicle. <laughs> I did. A lot, yeah. I know a lot of people didn't. Oh, dear. Well, I don't I think a lot of people forget that Europe just has different standards. Their toilet paper is harder. <laughs> <laughs> feels like you're uh, sandpaper. I wouldn't say sandpaper like a. Uh, like a maybe like a rough paper towel uh yeah it's just not it doesn't it doesn't fold these it's not like a it, <laughs> it's like a it's like a <laughs> like a white uh printer paper <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know you're like you're dealing with a lot of like little nuances that you're just not used to you know yeah. um but it was nice because we would stop at a gas station every day and i think i got everybody hooked on the idea of uh getting a new energy drink mm-hmm. of like because they have just Europe's just full of interesting takes on I think American uh-huh. stuff you know like we were going we we were stopping at Shell gas stations that's funny. A lot. yeah everyone was a Shell and then uh, there was Shell powered energy drinks and, really and yeah there and there was this one brand black energy drinks and they each one had different flavors and, and then there cool. was um some that looked like these like. uh super european writing you know like mm-hmm. uh, i can't remember oh one was tiger okay <laughs> one one was cock shot but it was like spelled like k-o-c-h oh <laughs> more like koch probably cock, cock or whatever. <laughs> a lot of the polish language sounded like um marbles in the mouth to me. and they kept saying we're sorry we're sorry we don't uh we do not speak english and our polish is super hard language to learn to learn yeah i was like yeah i'm not trying to learn it ever <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it was fun you know like i think being back into a routine like that it was fun but then again it was hard because i was so far away mm-hmm. getting used to a different time schedule from you yeah um trying to facetime the kids then you know you're trying to get on wi-fi on on base to try to catch you in the morning and right. we did for for the most part i think pretty good uh, yeah towards the end the shows got busier and and also we were going on doing exercises with the troops. Yeah. So for the first like four or five, we would go see something, but it was like we would just go see it real quick and then we'd leave. Or mm-hmm. we would do the show, go see something, and then we'd leave. The last two days were the wildest because we actually got to go and really like the Air Force took a lot of care in what we saw. It's they were really like, cool. They're like, okay, we're going to bring you in. We actually got to go through a briefing like the pilots would. So it was an F. 15 squadron and they were like okay we're gonna sit you down we're gonna give you a brief of what your hop is today and then you're gonna go and you know experience putting on a, a suit and they were doing it more for jp and jared but mm-hmm. we got, but you guys got but to we go got along. to be a part yeah. of it yeah and we got to touch i would say 80 percent of what the two stars got to do so Very it was cool. cool like um and in that process you're sitting there like while they're doing something you're engaging with the troops mm-hmm. i got a lot of facetime with troops and i got to tell them they're like oh that's cool what do you do out here and it's like well i'm filling in mm-hmm. but you know in reality like i'm writing a book and mm-hmm. so i got to share my story and i got to meet a, an author so the, cool. the, of his own book out there mm-hmm. and we got to exchange numbers and 
So there was a lot of that too. It wasn't just standing there listening. It was mm -hmm. engaging, asking the questions to the troops about their story, where they're from. You know, there was a lot of Texas, a lot of North mm -hmm. Carolina, mm -hmm. a lot of other uh, army brats is what they would like to say, like yeah. our military brats. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, I really don't have a place. I've just been traveling my whole life. And mm -hmm. California. And <clears throat> it was just really cool to... Um, you could see the joy that people were out there. And again, they weren't, a lot of them too would even turn around and be like, hey, look, like we're, we're sitting here playing video games most days. Right. <laughs> you know, like, thank you for coming out here and bringing joy. But, you know, we're not like in war right right, right. right now. So, right. you know, like we're. But they're still away from, away from their families and, and, and their that was friends the big, for a long time. Yeah. And, and that was I'm the sure bigger it was point. nice to have. 100%. Something exciting go on versus the same thing. 100%. And, and now that's what it really was. It wasn't like, oh, thank you for being over here and going and shooting a bunch of people over there in the corner. It's like, no, just thank you for being away from your family. Right. Sacrificing your time, right. sacrificing what you, you know, because there, there was even some National Guard people that got activated okay. that were over there. Um, more in the first bases. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of it, too, I think uh, some of those people are... are in roles of um oh there's a lot of logistics going on over there right now so mm -hmm. i think there's a I, I i shook hands with more people who do logistical stuff like bring in things and mm -hmm. then sort things and then count things and make sure that their team is you know whatever they're doing <laughs> well they're there. preparing yeah. in case of wartime exactly and that's what I think a lot of the people I met in in the first couple bases were doing was they were stockpiling stuff mm -hmm. and just like making sure like, oh, yeah, we we have this for these troops and we have this for this. And then I think a lot of those two were, like I said, temporary. So a lot of them were moving things to different places in Poland okay. and stuff. So it was interesting. But the Air Force definitely a uh, different group of people. Yeah. You know, like Army is very, I think I would just say um, gritty. Mm. It could be a term. They're they're nice. They're very engaging. Air Force is, they are, um, the nerds that <laughs> of the of the branches of the military. Mm -hmm. You just you can see that they just have a different, um, uh, I wouldn't say outlook. They're just at a different level when it comes to their gear. Mm. They're very in tune to what they do because I think that they. Well, yeah, also, they're flying planes. Well, <laughs> it's a very yeah, like because like we we and met helicopters a, well, and things. You know, for instance, we met a bunch of like awesome tank drivers and tank gr groups and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and it reminded me of my like my buddies that I rode dirt bikes out in the desert. Mm. They're a little like <laughs> they're a little rowdy. They're yeah. a little rough around the edges. You mm -hmm. know, like they were all spitting and you know they all had a pe uh, dip in their mouth and were yeah. just spitting on the ground. And um, but then you meet the Air Force and they weren't dipping. They were using the same language. A lot mm -hmm. of f bombs. A lot of yeah. like you know a lot of jokes going around. There was a lot of uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, dick and fart jokes going around. Oh, gosh. <laughs> for, to say the least. <laughs> And the Air Force did it, but they just weren't doing it with the dip in their mouth. Is Got kind it. of what okay. I was getting at. So it was, a little more refined, I guess. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> a little. A little. <laughs> just a little. But they took us around, and they, I, I got to get into a fighter pilot seat of a F-15, you know. So cool. And it's so, like, as a kid, and there was another guy there, Adam, who was on our little tour. And he, you could just see he was a pilot by like he's actually like a fly flies jet oh, cool. or not jets but planes he has his license all that mm -hmm. stuff and though we were just both like oh this is so cool yeah this is so cool but everybody was like this is so cool right but when you get to sit in one of those things you're like 
crazy this is intense yeah and you know you get to put your hand on the on the on the trigger that hits fire you know and drops bombs and shoots a machine gun and you know like all the things that uh a 15 year old phil or even like 10 year old phil was like freaking out about inside so it was cool and and um then the next then the last day we actually got to go see apache helicopters and the drones wow yeah so uh, the shows were great like you know there was the shows themselves were very interesting because Jared would get up first and he would talk to the crowd and mm-hmm. he would either answer questions or he would just do, he would play trivia with them. Oh, and fun. All, the first couple, I think he, he didn't realize that they would have as many questions. Mm. And so a lot of the time was just spent just answering, you know, supernatural. Well, because, you know, a lot of these people have watched, I think yeah. there's like 400 episodes of Supernatural. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. So, you know, and if you invest, your you know time into for 15 seasons of a show yeah i mean you're invested in that character Absolutely. and so there was a lot of people that had tattoos of the show no i mean it was like that's so cool yeah, oh yeah they were facetiming their their girlfriends for gilmore girls and then Aww. their friends for supernatural that's and... awesome so it was really interesting to see that because yeah he was a really cool dude. We mm-hmm. we ended up having some really awesome conversations on the bus. We ended, you know, like I spent more of my time, I think, with him and his security guard just right. because we, you know, just bonded, just bonded. Well, he's mm-hmm. he's from San Antonio, Texas. I lived in San Antonio, so we just had a lot of outside things in common gotcha. outside of just the fact that you know we're we're both forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has three kids. I have two kids, and it was just one of those moments where we were just um, it was like you're talking to an old friend that you hadn't seen in a while. Got it. We went to McDonald's one time and we were just like <laughs> having a blast laughing about the fact that we were at McDonald's in Poland. Love and, it. You know, silly things like that. So all in all, I will say it was probably one of the greatest touring experiences I've ever had. That's awesome. Outside of the work. Like outside. And and I say, every, you know, each tour comes with its own interesting, fun people that you can meet and engage with. and. Mm-hmm. And each show um, that I've ever done comes with certain, you know, emotional tingles when you look at the crowd mm-hmm. or who was in the crowd or how the band interacted with the crowd. This one just sits a little bit differently because there was no money involved. There was no giant production involved. It was right. very grassroots, dirty, mm-hmm. like, and it was just about bringing a smile. There was no merch sold there was no right everything was erased from the show yeah except the fact that the troops got music they got to laugh they got to smile and then and then the uso behind the show is providing drinks and food Mm -hmm. and all these other little things for them just to get away and and remember you know maybe something small in their lives so i think it's such a great way via the uso for the United States to get to show the troops our gratitude yeah. for their daily sacrifice. Yeah, 100%. It was very, very nice. And I think that if I was ever asked to do it again, I probably would because I think that it was um, a moment in time where I got to not have to, you know, sit there and produce something that was for you know, a tangible thing other than an emotion, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't for any other, you know, like no one was trying to walk away with, you know, 
$12 ahead merch sales. Right, and, right. You know, like how many tickets did we sell? How many right. comps did we have? Did we actually, you know, make any money on this show? Mm -hmm. It was it's all it, about just literally when making the people happy. Yeah, literally when the show was over and we all hopped on the bus, we all, the instant, the first thing that we would all say was like, oh my gosh, that was so good when we did this. Or did, yeah. like not when we did this, but when, when the crowd enjoyed this part of that or right. everybody really loved this one section today and and there there is something very special about that i think in the in the bigger picture when we go to do daily things you know so many people get caught up on how it can only benefit them and mm -hmm. and it was really cool to not take any of that when we were out there like i don't think any of us walked on the bus and said oh my gosh i benefited from this right outside of the fact that we just made some someone's day right and that that was a really it was different in the best way possible and 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 uh i think i realized that when i landed because of the travel i had to go through to get home was mm -hmm. very intense and i think if i was on a normal tour mm -hmm. and, and i was flying home from a tour that didn't give me a bonus Mm -hmm. and was maybe a little shitty mm -hmm. and i'd never felt appreciated mm -hmm. and and all those things i think uh, my journey home would have been a really nasty one mm -hmm. but as i slept on that chicago airport floor <laughs> <laughs> because i'd gotten in so late and the weather was so bad mm -hmm. and my flight was so early and there was nowhere really to go and um i remember texting the travel agent and just telling her well i mean it was it's not that because she was like i'm so sorry that you had to do that and i was like in the scope of it it, it was fine it's nothing compared but, to what everybody you just went to help goes through yeah and, and some of them it's not like they're going through hell but some of them are away from their kids you right. know like there was For one long period of time there was one girl that i hung out with the very first day she was one of our liaisons mm -hmm. um and she kept showing me photos of her son having his third birthday. Oh, I can't imagine. So. Well, good yeah. on her. Hopefully yeah. she gets to go home to her kids soon. Well, uh, it, it, yeah. And, and I think that's the, yeah, like, um, that's the thing. You know, a lot of them have things that they're just giving up. And mm -hmm. it was hard because I, I was sitting there looking at like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to go celebrate. You know, and not have to worry about any of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. if someone was like, hey, I got this job for you, I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, I don't want it. I don't want it. it's yeah. my kid's birthday. Right, right. But she doesn't have that choice. Different scenario. So, yeah. well, she does. But, you know, if she wants to, that's how she provides. Right, So it, right. It's just, it was eye-opening in that way. And I really uh, took it to heart when I thought about all the things that I go through and all the things I could complain about and all the things that I am so blessed to have and all the times that, I get here mm -hmm. now because of my, you know, of, of, yeah, like my choice. But at the same time, you know, if I was in a different s s seat, you know, mm -hmm. I might be over there yeah. and I hope, and I would wish that someone would be able to bring a smile to my face. Absolutely. Because yeah, there is a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of hardship between, I'm sure couples, you know, you're mm -hmm. away from your, your, your significant other mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So. So deep down, I, I will say that I think the coolest thing was that I was able to just be a small part of the bigger, cooler picture that that was the USO. So, That's awesome. So yeah, my hat's off to their whole team. That I mean, there was a bunch too. I, I was mm -hmm. actually very, very in awe of. And I, again, if I was on tour and the organization... 
it wasn't the most organized thing I've ever <laughs> gone right. through, but you're also dealing with so many different entities and so many people that have to check off yes. Right. It's right. the government. <laughs> right. The rules are a little different. Imagine doing your, you know, like imagine, you know, trying to put on a show for the IRS. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, just so many different, fa- you know, things. And, and so was it the most organized show I've ever done? No, but it was the most rewarding thing I think I've ever put on as a show. That's awesome. I'm so so glad you got the opportunity to do it. So looking back on every tour has nothing to do with the people or the thing. It just, this just resonated differently inside of me. I love that. Yeah, it was cool. So. Well, we're glad to have you back. I tip my hat to the USO and, and I think, uh, in the future, uh, you know, I talked to a few people and, and they were definitely super pumped that I would be willing to one day take some books over and hopefully sign them. And I, you know, who knows when that is, but. I would love to give back. That'd be so really cool. I would always give my time to them. Put it to you that way. Love it. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me back. I wasn't sure if I was going to be that. Yeah, the, right. The, we the missed door you lock so much. No and... way. We were so happy to have you back. <laughs> so happy. Well, it, it feels good, especially because, you know, on the way home, all the storms that devastated so many families mm-hmm. and it just, it is a different feeling. So thanks it for is. having me back and <laughs> hopefully we can use that inspiration and give back to our community and give back to the 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 people that are around us as well you know that Mm -hmm. aren't just we don't know them oh let's only give back to people we don't like you know i'm sure there's a lot of friends that are away from family and there's a way for us to cheer them up as well yeah same way that we cheered up these people i love that idea thanks for listening yeah i think that's it i I think so sounds good to me that's some really good uh schnitzel you did the picture looked amazing i was jealous <laughs> that dinner in america would have cost like a thousand dollars yeah probably cost us ten dollars forty two dollars <laughs> some change it really reminded me of the movie euro trip where they go to like uh bratislava and and they have like twenty dollars to their name and they end mm. up living like kings oh really <laughs> it's just a you know it just is funny yeah so Exchange Good rates times. are different. Exchange rates are different. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you back. Glad to be back. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> it was a wonderful show. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys soon. Uh, or you'll hear our voices soon. Either way. Well, Both. You know, some people listen. That's true. It's not always a, a viewing show. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't have YouTube. Oh, that's true. <laughs> So glad to have you back. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say, right, when's your next tour? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. We love you. Appreciate your time mm-hmm. and your ears and your eyes. Take care of each other. Love each other. Respect each other. Be kind to strangers. Listen a little more. Love yeah. a little more. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers little, and bottoms up. Cheers and bottoms up a little See more. See you soon. Bye. Laters.